is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. Governor Jim Justice filed his Senate candidate financial disclosure form last month. We'll hear from the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington about the limitations of candidate disclosures. There is a protection against legal accountability that comes with federal office that I think is perceived by a growing number of people. That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. Faculty members at West Virginia University have started to learn whether or not their contracts will be renewed. Chris Schultz has more. In response to a $45 million budgetary shortfall, WVU determined last month that it needed to cut 143 faculty positions. However, at Monday's WVU Faculty Senate meeting, Provost Marianne Reed announced a significant number of faculty, 74, have voluntarily retired or resigned from the university, leaving 69 faculty yet to be dismissed. Much of the meeting was taken up by questions from faculty senators to administrators regarding the process and appeals for a reduction in force. President Gordon Gee was asked how the university is planning to avoid future cuts. I cannot predict the future, although I can predict that this transformation process will allow us to be more forward-leaning. Faculty members did not seem satisfied with Gee's answers and posed the same question at least two more times. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. Governor Jim Justice filed his required Senate candidate financial disclosure form last month. It reveals more than what he's required to disclose on his state ethics form, but it too doesn't include everything. Curtis Tate spoke with Robert McGuire, research director for Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, about the limitations of the candidate's disclosures. Why are the required financial disclosures for federal candidates so vague? So the issue is that you have people with incredibly complicated finances um, filing in a system that wasn't built for such wealth. And so you have, for example, very vague totals that are reported where, you know, some of these members have assets that are well above $50 million in value and the highest bracket for, you know, in the disclosure is just over 50 million. So it doesn't, you know, no matter how far above that it goes, you don't really get any precision in terms of what the actual value is. Um, there's also the issue of there not being a uniform manner of filing. You know, some members still file on paper and some of those paper filings are almost comically illegible. Um, you know, some of them have handwritten information on them. Um, and then you add to that, that there is just not enough enforcement in terms of even when they file and what they file, where, um, you know, there are members who haven't filed, still haven't filed their uh, paperwork for last year. Um, and, and there's no real pen, penalty for that kind of thing. It happens all the time. We routinely see members um, go back and add major investments or major sales or major acquisitions 
um, long after the fact. Um, so there's really just uh, all around a kind of lack of enforcement. Now, granted, having the information that we have is better than nothing. Justice's filings at the federal level omit many of his liabilities. At the state level, he's exempt from disclosing any of them. What problems does that create? You know, the, the, the purpose of these laws is supposed to be that the public can view and and confirm that the the their elected officials, the people who are elected to serve the public, to serve the interests of their state or to serve the national interests, are actually serving those interests and not their own personal financial interests. And so when you exempt these things that can be subject to uh, the sway of creditors or the sway of wealthy interests, then you have to ask yourself, why have the rules to begin with um, if you're going to exempt such important information? What we see so often in a lot of these filings is something that smells bad, but you can't really tell exactly if, you know, what what you're actually sensing as, as off is actually off. And that's, that's kind of the problem with a lot of these instances is, you know, a lot of it could be above board, it could be totally legit, but it's also not particularly difficult in a lot of these instances to see how they could be used for undue influence. Justice has legal troubles and he's not alone, but why run for office under such a cloud? One thing that we have been seeing over the years is this theming idea that a run for federal office is in a way a protection against some of the legal troubles that um, you are facing. And so there is this growing issue that once you get into office, it becomes harder to prosecute you. Basically, there is a protection against um, legal accountability that comes with federal office that I think is perceived by a growing number of people that um, if there is going to be any sort of federal charges, if there is going to be any sort of financial fine, the stakes when it comes to bringing those kinds of things against a federal official um, become higher because it can be politicized. And so, you know, I cannot say that that is what is happening in this instance, but it is certainly something that um, appears to be a part of the thought process among certain people. That was Robert McGuire of Citizens for Ethics and Responsibility in Washington, speaking with Curtis Tate about ethics disclosures for federal candidates. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yowie. Caroline McGregor is our assistant news director, and she produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.